Greetings and salutations to everyone. Welcome to Andy's Personal Development. This is Andy, your friend, and we are on the Podbean Network, the Love Bits A channel. And this is the third version or the third episode of the podcast episodes entitled Forming Good Habits. Forming Good Habits. We welcome you. And I want to say a special shout out to the people of the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago on 59 years of celebrating our independence. And we want to share this with the entire world as we continue on air live in our room at this time. People, it is so good to be with you. So here, well, I just want you to stop what you're doing for a little while. And if it's something mild that you're doing, you can continue doing what you're doing. But we just want to get the opportunity to share some quality time with you as we share with you our thoughts, our desires, our goals, our feelings, and our commitment to you with regards to your personal growth and development as an individual. It is important for us to recognize that we are soldiers in the army of life and that we all have a role to play and we complement each other as human beings existing upon this planet. No man is an island. There's no such thing as a one-man show. People need people. That's just the way it is. But sometimes we have some habits that are so negative, that are so full of selfish connotations that sometimes we keep people away from us, not realizing that we exhibit that negative energy, that we send out those vibes to the universe. And that is not the way to live. We almost recognize that we have the ability and the opportunity to practice, to embrace, to develop, to grow, to exercise with a certain level of confidence and love, good habits. Let me share this with you. In the midst of our darkest nights, we should be able to anticipate a brighter dawn. Darkness is temporary in the presence of light, but permanent in the absence of intelligence. The intelligence that I'm referring to is the human intelligence. The thing that tells us and helps us define our character and tells us who we are, that makes us the individual uniques, the, the unique individuals that we are. And we must understand that every one of us has a particular role to play in this life that cannot be done by anyone else. There's only one of you. There's no two of you. And there never will be a two of you. You are you. You are your most unique you. You are your most special you. You are your most wonderful you. You know, it was Les Brown who said that we are all masterpieces because we are all pieces of the master. And if we are masterpieces, then we must understand that we can develop good habits. Because a masterpiece is supposed to exhibit 
masterly conduct, masterly behavior, masterly intelligence, and masterly belief and desire and ability to coexist and exist in a world where there are others as well. And so our sense of light is and must be based on our ability to recognize and retain the power of knowledge, to embrace and embolden the heart to see the brightness of hope, to foresee the possibility of success, to profile our character as a winner and not just a participator. Many have sown the seeds of hope and diligence, but few have lived to see the fulfillment. The process of belief must be constant and progressive. It must be based on the foundation and premise that to begin is inherent. It is fostered on the decision to give birth to tomorrow, to usher in the dawning of a new day, to be the progenitor of exponentiality, to be the executor of determination and conviction. The conviction that today is the present worth opening, that moments are worth cherishing, and time is a luxury that no one can afford. What can be done today cannot be held back for tomorrow. It is not promised to anyone. So shine, my friends. Believe, my friends. Develop and grow, my people. And begin, start the improbable. Surmount the impossible. Embellish all the things that are good and loving and endearing and bright and smart and happy about yourselves. And shine even only when your embers of hope are aglow. Because life does not always give you second chances. Opportunities don't always come knocking once. And so when it comes, you have to seize hold of it. You have to take hold of the opportunities that exist in your life daily to make the difference. Procrastination is not something that we should embrace. Procrastination is something that we should let go of. Let it pass us by. Let it not have that negative impact upon our lives. Why procrastinate when you can do it today? Tomorrow is not written in stone and given to you in a contract form so that you know that someone has to fulfill tomorrow for you. That is not the way things work in this life. So we must practice the habit of seizing the opportunity in the moment when it arises and tell ourselves what matters is now. What matters is today. What matters is here because tomorrow is not promised to anyone. It does not belong to us. But if we only begin now with what we have, if we only start now with what we possess, if we only take that leap or that step forward with the faith that we have burning in our souls right now, the desire to succeed that exists only sometimes just once in a lifetime, we can make the difference in our lives. Folks will see the change and they will understand that something transformational is happening in our lives and it's positive and it's good and it's uplifting and it's bright. And let me tell you something, you know what that does? That attracts people. 
It encourages people to come into your circle because now they're seeing something that they have not seen before. They may be hearing something from you that they may not have heard before. And so there's a new understanding that begins to develop that says, yes, this is a better version of that individual. How many of us would love to have a better version of ourselves? I think all of us. But I think the challenge is we are so caught up in the attitudes, the mannerisms and the habits that prevent us from fulfilling our true potential, that prevents us from getting to the place of total acknowledgement of the ability that we have to overcome. Even if it's only one day at a time, one step at a time, one percent at a time, we have to understand if we dig deep enough in ourselves and search long and hard enough in our spirits, it is there. The human mind has the ability to transform and recognize its potential to make changes. The professionals call it neuroplasticity. And it is said that on many occasions, people have the opportunity to change the environment in their lives, to change the outcome of circumstances in their lives. But you know what? Our brain and our thought processes and our limiting beliefs and the way we assess people and the way we assess things, it gets in the way because we are so accustomed to dealing with things from that angle that we scarcely take the time to realize that there's a different and a better way in which we can do things, in which we can think, in which we can access the information that is available, and which we can assess people and circumstances in our lives. There is always a better way, but most of the time our minds are closed because we feel that we've been around for so long that we know it all, or that we know enough, and we need not know anymore. That is a dead-end place to be. You've got to understand that the human mind, you have to consider it as a campsite. And I want you to consider this for a moment. Consider that you are the owner of a campsite and you have people that would come there and they would pay you a particular fee that you have set. And you have rules and you have policies written on a contract that they would write. And as long as they fulfill those requirements, you allow them to set up their tents in your campsite but the day would come when someone would either not be able to pay you or would violate the law of the contract the policies of the contract and then you will have to make a decision to get them out of the campsite because they have messed up and as a result of that what you don't want to do is set a policy trend or a precedent that would say you know what this guy this individual this woman this person is not focusing on the things that they are supposed to focus to and as a result because they are lacking focus we can take advantage of this situation and so what i want us to understand is that our brain our mind we have to treat our mind as that campsite. And we must say to ourselves, 
only the things that we allow in the campsite of our minds will continue to set up. And if those things can bring us information, if those things can bring us hope, if those things can bring us life, if those things can bring us virtue, if those things can help us to increase our level of intelligence, then we should embrace them. But if they do the opposite to all of those things, then we should let them go. Point number two. There are some people that will come into your life that would come with negative vibes. And I want you to understand something. It does not mean that you should hate them. It does not mean that you should love them less. It does not mean that you should treat them as outcasts. Every single individual upon planet Earth is important. Every one of us here is filling and fulfilling a purpose. Some of us have found our destiny, some have not found their destiny, but that's all right. But when someone comes into your life, into your space, with a negative connotation of ideas, and, and you can feel the weight of their vibes because it is not uplifting. You need to sever ties with that individual. It might be hard because it could be a loved one, someone that you care about, someone that you may have developed a relation with, a relationship with over a certain period of time. I want you to know that it does not matter the role that the person plays in your life. If all they can bring to the table is negative vibes, negative connotations, you need to sever the relationship. And that might sound hard, but I want you to think about this. Think about sitting on a park bench in the park and both feet are hanging down on the ground and you're about to get up and as you're about to get up you realize that something is holding your foot down and you can't move and that something is attached to the ground and it's like a weight of concrete there like it was placed by a mason and it's solidified and it's assertive in the way in which it keeps you from moving. What are you going to do? Wouldn't you seek to find a way to get rid of that thing that keeps you from moving? Yes, you will. You know why? You need to move. Sometimes it is just time to move. Time to move on. Time to sever those ties. Time to say so long. See ya. Goodbye, maybe tomorrow, but not today. I got to move on. Why? Because you want better for your life. And ultimately, you want to be the best version of you. And if something or someone is going to keep you back, prevent you from getting to that place, you need to sever the ties. It may be hard. It may be painful. It may even taste sour in your mouth. But that's all right. As long as you understand that you are making a decision that is in your best interest and not against the individual per se, it is not personal. 
but it is something that you necessarily have to do or else you will be prevented from achieving and accomplishing your true purpose. Thirdly, always prepare to succeed. Always prepare to succeed. And the reason why number three is of extreme importance is because a lot of times we enter into new enterprises, into new situations, into new relationships, thinking about the challenges that lay ahead and not thinking about the possibilities of building it to the place where it becomes productive, something tangible that can make a fulfilling contribution to our lives. If you focus on problems, if you focus on challenges, even in the midst of a relationship or a new enterprise, those are the things that will come to you on a regular basis because that's where your focus lies. But if you train your mind, condition yourself mentally to fight the fight of character that says, whatever I put out there as my thought process continues and develops, it will be positive. I will expect good results. I will expect to succeed. I will expect to win. I will expect to get the desired outcome. Why? Because at the end of the day, I am placing values on my efforts. I'm placing values on my goal. I'm placing values on my time. I'm placing values on myself. I am worth the effort that I'm making to succeed and accomplish my goals in life and to succeed in the ventures of my potential because it defines me and it gives me the opportunity to get the fulfillment that I seek that nothing else or no one else can do for me. I am expecting success. Don't think that there will not be days and times that you will have failures. But every time you fail, you should use that as a stepping stone to get to the next level of success. It is what happened to Thomas Edison. He tried 999 times before on the thousandth occasion, he got it right with the light bulb. What are you going to do? When are you going to give up? When are you going to say enough is enough? When are you going to say, I cannot make the next step? I cannot move from here. I cannot go any further. When are you going to say, maybe this was not meant to be. Maybe this is not for me. You cannot afford to entertain that level of thinking. Your thought process must inform you that somewhere on the inside of you, it matters the most is the ability to allow procrastination to slide off your back like water on a, on a duck's back and to embrace the fact that I am in this to win. I am in this to overcome. I am in this to succeed. I am here because I was destined to be here. 
I am here because I am fulfilling my purpose. And the habits that I'm going to use to achieve and accomplish what God has placed me here to do, they will take me to paradise. And when I say paradise, I mean that place where you know you are totally fulfilled, not because the dream or the goal has been accomplished, but you are pleased with the efforts that you're making because you are giving it your best. And as long as you are giving it your best, the rewards eventually will come. Your mindset must be, I am going to succeed. It does not matter what I have to do. It does not matter the leap of faith that I have to take. It does not matter what it is going to cost me. I know that I'm making an investment that eventually will pay off because I see in my mind's eye, I can visualize in my vision the prize, whether it be yesterday, two days from now, a week, a month, a year, it does not matter. I will continue to push on. I will have the energy and the drive to move on. I will have the impetus. I and my thinking will be the catalyst. Yes, you're suffering from itis, but that's all right. Because when you get up in the morning, it is you that must decide what you are going to do with the day that is ahead of you. And 24 hours is precious. It's the most priceless commodity that you have. And therefore, your habit, your mindset, it must say, today is another day in my steps to success. I expect it. I look forward to it. I will accomplish it. I will achieve it. I will attain it. And it will be fulfilling to me. And when I have reached that place, I must understand that I have something to be grateful for. Number four, live your life every day in the spirit of gratefulness. Live your life every day in the spirit of gratefulness. What does it mean to be grateful? What does it mean to have a heart and a mind and a character that says, I should exhibit gratitude. You see, the thing about values is that people of different nature, different cultures, different countries value things differently. It's like having the opportunity to choose the genre of music that you would enjoy. Some people would love jazz, some pop, some soul, some rhythm and blues, some reggae, calypso, soca, zouk, you name it, samba. There are so many different opportunities and choices that would be available to us. But what are your values based upon when it comes to you being grateful and thankful for the opportunities that you have been given in life? And you're now saying to yourself, because I have reached this far, because I have accomplished so much, I need to be thankful, I need to be grateful to someone for bringing me thus far. Remember I said earlier that no man is an island and you cannot accomplish anything all by yourself? 
Well, there must have been someone, some people along the way who would have assisted you, who would have said to you, yes, I believe in you and with you, you can do it. Who would have said to you, do not worry if you fall today, there is always tomorrow, just get up and move on. Who would say to you, I will lend you a helping hand because I see that you are making an effort and I believe in what you believe. <laughs> and so there are so many wonderful things that people can contribute in our lives, but we should not ever take them for granted. The smallest of support from the least of the persons in your life could have made a difference. And most of all, remember the creator. Because he is the one that made the possibility became a reality. You were not ever all by yourself because with him, what may have seemed impossible with man is possible with God. I tell you this, there are many people who would have said to themselves, I am the one who got up this morning and I am the one who gave me the energy and the ability to do what I did. But understand this, there is someone who is in control of this universe. This vast opportunity of existence that we claim we have and we hold on to so dearly that we call life. There is someone who's responsible for it. Someone who has said, you know what? I will give you an opportunity to be part of this universe. And your planet shall be earth. And there is something that you need to accomplish. You will say to yourself, well, I got up this morning because the alarm clock woke me up. Well, I want you to take that same alarm clock and put it beside someone who is dead. And let it ring off and ring off. And you tell me if that alarm clock can raise that someone who's dead. You may say, Andy, that's ridiculous. The person is dead. I understand that. And so here's the thing. At the end of the day, who woke you up? Who really woke you up? Who is responsible for life in your body? Who's responsible for the breath that you breathe? Who's responsible for your ability to see, to think, to move, to taste, to touch? God, no one else. And so you have to understand that you need to be grateful first and foremost to God, your creator, because he decided that you deserve to be here. You deserve an opportunity to be on planet Earth and you have a contribution to make. But in order for you to fulfill that contribution, in order for you to fulfill that destiny that you have, you need to form good habits. You need to find yourself in a frame of mind that says, I will do all that I can possibly do with my God-given ability to ensure that I make good choices and the right decisions. The outcome may not always be what I see or desire, but at least I will be satisfied that God has given me the opportunity to make the effort. <laughs> and so you can be grateful 
Just be thankful. The fact that you can get up, live, move, have being, eat a meal or two, pay your bills, have a roof over your head. You may not have a BMW or Mercedes Benz. You may have an old Dodge or old Ford or something, but is it going to get you from point A to point B? Be thankful, be grateful for that. The little things that happen in your life when someone says thank you for holding the elevator for them, don't take it for granted. They're showing gratitude. And you should do the same too. Even for the little things that may seem to be unimportant because sometimes we are so busy, so caught up in the rush of life that we forget to pay attention and be grateful for the little things in life. Take some time out. Walk through the park. Look at the flowers. Listen to the birds. Look at the bees. Look at the butterflies. See nature. Feel nature. Smell nature. Take in nature. It's powerful. There is someone that is responsible for all that has taken place, all that is happening. Appreciate it for what it is. Run half a mile if you can. Run up to a high place and look at the view. Behold the beauty of the creator. And say thank you for this amazing opportunity that you have given to me. I can live in the army of life on planet earth and i can achieve my goal i can make things that may seem impossible possible because of my effort and the strength that you have given me lord i'm thankful and so what we can do every day in our lives is just take little steps to accomplish little steps to achieve Little steps to grow better. Be a better version of ourselves. There is always room for improvement in our lives. And we need to learn how to embrace that. We need to learn how to embrace those moments in our lives. All right? So, we're going to take a short break and we will be right back. Stay tuned. Love you. important things about life is that every day we have an opportunity to make a contribution to someone else's life and sometimes we don't realize it because 
the opportunity comes in a form that we're not expecting, that we're not anticipating, that we're not looking forward to. And when it happens and it presents itself because the expectation is not there, because the anticipation is absent, we miss out on the opportunity to make a contribution to someone's life. And maybe not until later on when we align our beds or we are sitting looking at the television or listening to the news. In introspect and retrospect, we suddenly realize, wait a minute, I had the opportunity to help someone today, but I missed out. That senior citizen that was hailing me out, that was trying to get my attention, and I thought that maybe they were trying to bump off a few dollars of me or a meal or something of me. Maybe they were just seeking help. Maybe they were seeking assistance. Maybe they needed directions or something. I don't know. It could be anything. But at the end of the day, sometimes we miss out on the opportunity to make meaningful contributions to people's lives. We need to slow it down. Don't ever get too caught up in the rush of life because you want to dearly succeed. We need to find a way to enjoy time. We need to find a way to enjoy the moments that make up time. We need to find a way to truly appreciate the moment in the moment when it happens so that our level of consciousness can recognize that there is an opportunity there for us to make a difference in someone's life, to make a contribution, to make someone feel better, to make someone feel loved and accepted like we all want to feel at times because we are human. That's how we function. That's how we are wired. That's how we operate. Every day we need someone to make a difference in our lives. And sometimes we miss that opportunity even for ourselves. Let me tell you this. 95% of the times we respond based on what's in our subconscious rather than what's in our conscious. And so we need to find the opportunity to exercise our level of consciousness so that it becomes more apparent to us because it needs to dominate the area of subconscious that exists. We have these trigger moments. And when these trigger moments arrive, we react. And we react and then we afterward think to ourselves, what is it did I just say or what is it did I just do? Where did that come from? It was in your subconscious all the time. And sometimes we are not even aware that we are able and capable of doing and saying and thinking certain things until that trigger moment arrives and it reveals who we really are because it's buried in our subconscious. And we suddenly realize I am not so proud of myself anymore. I can't believe that came from me. Well, we can overcome that. When we begin to exercise and pay attention to the present of our presence. That is now, today, in this moment, where you are at 
where you begin to take notice and to appreciate all that is happening around you. Train your mind to accept reality as it exists and not that which you can imagine. Because your imagination is not your reality. Your imagination is something that you can only imagine or think about, but may never happen, never occur. And so what you have to do is to exercise your ability to stay in the moment. Keep every moment of your life present and fresh. Focus on it because it matters. Focus on it because it is here and now. Focus on it because it is happening. Focus on it because it will eventually define you. Unless you allow it to do something else. But you can define yourself by understanding better how your moments happen daily in your life. And remember this. The moments that you have and that you experience with yourself or with other people will never come back again. Time does not stand still and wait for anyone. It keeps moving. It keeps going. And so what you have to recognize is that because it is such a, pro a potentially precious commodity, you have to engage in time as it is and not what you desire it or want it to be. It is what it is. The only change that you need to work on is your attitude so that you can build your character and your mannerisms to the point where the habits that you exercise bring you sufficient reward in return. It has been a wonderful time. It has been a fantastic time. And so as I leave you, I'd love to remind you to check out our podcast, Andy's Personal Development, Love Bits A channel, on the Podbean Network. We are also on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Apple, all the major podcast platforms. You can check out our website, andyspersonaldevelopment.com, www.andyspersonaldevelopment.com, or check out our blog, charlocc.blogspot.com. And remember, people, that with God all things are possible. I wish you Godspeed. I love you. You are blessed. Know it, appreciate it. Embrace it and recognize that every day you live is an opportunity to exercise the formation of good habits. So long until next time. Stay safe. Stay blessed. I love you. Bye for now.